Today I want to give you 10 lessons from 10 years of cycling. Let's cue that intro! The big question is this. How do we use cycling as a tool to improve our health, our happiness and our longevity? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Anthony Walsh and welcome to the Roadman Podcast. Roadman, welcome back. It's another Roadman Cycling Podcast. A little bit of a musical intro there. Uh, as we're cracking on, rolling on to the new year, any of our underage listeners, I'm sure, will be heading back to school next week, but everyone else is already back to work. Today, what I want to chat about is 10 lessons I've learned from the last 10 years of racing. These are going to be really rapid, quick fire lessons. Some of them are stupid, some of them took me a long time and are hard earned, and I have the scars to prove it. Before I dive into today's podcast, folks, let me give you a renewed New Year push towards our Patreon account. Patreon is what funds the whole show. It's what pays for the hosting. It's what allows me to reach out and, you know, cover expenses for guests who need to travel or buy equipment to come on the podcast. It's what makes the whole show tick. So you can support the podcast if you're enjoying listening to this really simply and easily by just buying me a beer once a month would you see me out in the bar in pre-covid times and go oh you know what bro i've listened to the podcast quite a bit do you want a beer that's all i'm asking is to buy me a beer once a month you can do that over on patreon and it's patreon.com forward slash anthony underscore walsh just buy me a beer once a month and in return you're going to get access to the secret podcast Ooh, no that's the haunted podcast that's something completely different the secret podcast is a podcast i don't release to the general public the next one will be coming out this weekend for the secret podcast patreons so sign up now to get your chance to listen to that okay let's crack into 10 lessons from 10 years of racing lesson one it always slows down the pace in a race always slows down so if you're in a line out and you're thinking i can't hold on how long the pace stays lined out and lit up really depends on the level you're racing at if you're in category three it slows down early if you're in category two it slows down a little later cut one a little later and then as you step up to pro it slows down a little later i remember being in line outs in canada in the tour of Bose, a uci 2.1 and they just felt like they were lasting forever with, you know, amazing riders like Philip Doigna and Francesco Mancebo driving the pace. But you know what? It slows down eventually. Lesson one, it always slows down. Lesson two, watch the good lads. We're lucky enough, and I mentioned it yesterday, we just set up the Roadman Cycling Club. It's every Saturday morning, 9.30am from the Bay in Clontarf, if anyone is interested. But one of the motivations for setting up the Roadman Club is to have this mix of abilities, because a lot of clubs, I see them segmented and divided based on ability. But we have this mix of abilities there, and it means you can, as I say, watch the good lads, because that's how I learned. I remember riding with swords when I was super new in the game, super green, and I would just watch religiously what Sean Lally done he was one of the senior riders who was sprinting against Kelly back in the day one of the top guys of a generation and I'd watch everything he done and as I went up the ranks I continued this when do the good riders eat where do they position themselves in the bunch you know what tires are they running everything how are, what's their recovery strategies watch the good lads because they didn't get good for no reason Number three, take time to progress. This one is super simple, but cycling is a sport that rewards patience. When I started out, I was crap. I remember faking a puncture in a bike race one day just to save face. I was real, real bad. And over time, it's amazing how 
not only how I perceived myself, but how others perceived me changed. I went from being really bad to being decent, to being the local fast guy, to, you know, going to races and going, oh, what are you doing here? It's not for pros. You know, you will progress, but the progress won't be rocket fast. Be okay with that. Number four, love the group ride. The group ride is such a magical place in cycling. It's an environment that's, it's a safe environment, but it's a learning environment and it's, Miles go easier with friends and it's so central and beautiful to our sport. It's something worth cherishing and it's something worth protecting. I've done full podcasts on that, so I'm not going to harp on it. And again, it's another one of the reasons I set up Roadman Cycling Club that I just wanted to preserve everything that's good about the group ride and really in the painted in the tradition of like le metier as the french say it's the idea of an apprenticeship where you start out like an apprentice coming into a group ride with humble tools and you progress as the weeks and the months go by until you become part of something cherished which is the group ride and like the idea of becoming a part of the group that's the ultimate prize it's not being the fastest in the group or the strongest in the group or the loudest or the funniest it's about just being a part of this new collective so it's the idea of shelving individual identity and becoming a part of the collective that is number four number five never have an ego no matter how good you get in cycling if you win cat one races don't worry there's a full rack of conti riders who are better than you if you win conti races don't worry lads don't even look at conti rides like they're pros they only count world tour and pro conti as pro if you're pro conti look the world tour lads are looking down at your nose at you if you're world tour the top guys in the world are looking down their nose at you unless you are peter sagan alaphilippe mvp never have an ego and even then never have an ego because remco's coming and he's gonna blow you out of the water so just never have an ego full stop that's actually a good little trait off the bike as well because anyone with an ego you generally come across like a prick uh next lesson what am i on here number one two three four five we're on to number six i learned the hard way that french lads are really good at cycling i remember going over to france and being you know pretty pretty at ease in irish races uh winning irish races and pretty comfortable uh you know yeah, look, I was very, very comfortable at the Irish level and uh, going over to France, having been winning in Ireland and felt at ease in even the top level races in Ireland, going over there and just being pack fodder again. Just French lads are good at cycling. Next one, never do something new on race day, whether that's new socks, new shorts, new jersey, or as I learned in OMA for the Nationals back in 2015 or 2016, new gels. I took new gels that day and the gastro distress I had that day was untold. We were in a, I was in a decent group going for, I think we were going for a tent or something on the road in the Nationals. And I actually couldn't even open up my sprint to go for a tent. But when the race finished at the finish line, I had to maintain my speed. And I went down the finishing gantry at about 45 kilometers an hour in search of a cafe. Running in the cafe door, I was half undressed as I got in the cafe door. And that toilet, it, hasn't, it was like Hiroshima. It hasn't been the same since. It was shocking. Uh, next one number seven equipment rarely matters uh, unless we're talking about time trials or track racing start out with humble equipment especially if you're if you're young and you're listening to this podcast you don't need the latest pinarello carbon wheels compact super record it makes such a trivial difference training coaching these things are what make a difference it's just fundamentals it's you know i'd equate it to equipment is the cherry on the cake the training and the coaching is building the cake at the bottom 
Number nine, Zwift is not cycling. If you're sitting inside and you're spending hour after hour on Zwift and you're signing up for these poxy e-races online, this is gaming. This is not cycling. This is virtual gaming. It's not cycling. Cycling involves outdoors. It involves the air. It involves the sun. It involves the elements. It involves the stories and the drama. It involves getting a puncture four hours from home and getting a lift off a farmer. It's about the story along the way. That's what's beautiful about the group ride. That's what's beautiful about the cycling. It's who we become on the journey. That is not what Zwift is. Zwift is not cycling. Zwift is a virtual gaming platform. If you use Zwift, you are a gamer, not a cyclist. Number 10, leave yourself somewhere to go. It's something me and my training partners have always said, leave yourself somewhere to go. So it's January now, like if you're training, uh, just absolutely full stick at the moment, where's the progression in February? Where's the progression in March? Always leave yourself somewhere to go. I remember one of my training buddies, Sean McKenna, and it was the easiest example of leaving yourself somewhere to go. The first year we trained together properly in Ireland, he was really, really strong, one of the best riders in Ireland, but he only rode the bike Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. And it was so so easy to, pro- the progression for him uh, was so easy because as a coach, how do I progress him the following year? I say to him, okay, Shawnee, now you're riding Wednesdays. Now you're riding Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. It's so easy. Leave yourself somewhere to go. You know, don't peak too early. There's all other, you know, ways of saying that. But leaving yourself somewhere to go is such a nice, casual way of saying it. And it makes such sense. There we go. There is 10 lessons I have learned from the last 10 years of cycling. And they are in quick fire. It always slows down. Watch the good lads. It takes time to progress. Love the group ride. Never have an ego. French lads can cycle. Nothing new on race day. Equipment rarely matters. Zwift is a gaming platform. And leave yourself somewhere to go. Roadman, this has been another Roadman Cycling Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to catch you again tomorrow. Hey, Roadman, it's Anthony again. Just before you head off, real quick, I just want to mention the Roadman Blueprint. It's the ultimate coaching package. It's four months long. It's four months of one-on-one coaching sessions with your own professional Roadman Cycling Coach. It's four months of strength and conditioning plans, so you never need to worry about is this strength conditioning plan aligned with my cycling goals it's four months of nutrition plans to fuel all that it's four months of biohacks which you know i love so much and i'm getting to pick the brain of all these experts and it's four months of motivation to make sure you never miss a session and every single session you hit it with commitment and with purpose the whole package it's 997 euro i have a limited number of places on the roadman blueprint if you're interested in getting started pop me an email on admin at roadmancycling.com. This is the ultimate coaching package for those looking to take their cycling and their performance to the next level.